Hi, I'm Debbie, and welcome to Otero College's Rattler Nation, featuring weekly student and community information about Rattler Nation. Our first guests this morning are members of the TRIO Student Support Services Program. Alexa Windsor, the director on my left here, and Mallory Weiss, TRIO advisor and success coach. And they're here to join us this morning and talk about TRIO. Yes, yeah. ma'am. Good yeah. morning. Good morning. Yeah. So um, we're going to talk to you guys about the TRIO Student Support Services Program, just like Debbie mentioned. And so we're a program here on campus that helps students be successful throughout their college career. Um, we do a lot of fun stuff in our program and a lot of helpful things as well, just to help students navigate college and um, help you as a student through your experiences. So sometimes that's different for students and so we want to um, help you specifically so um, we do academic advising in our program so that's helping you register for classes add drop withdraw um, so with that the withdraw deadline is this Friday November 18th so if you have a class that you're needing to withdraw from um, or if you're not sure if you want to withdraw definitely come and see us and we can help you get that figured out so yeah and the withdrawal date that applies to all students not just trio mm -hmm. students but yes. all students on campus so students need to be contacting their advisor whether it be Trier or one of the other academic advisors to discuss whether you have a class that needs to uh withdraw and withdraw means you're still you're still financially obligated to pay for it but a w will show up on your transcript and and uh then you have the opportunity to do a retake on that class if you choose to yeah, yeah. and it won't be factored into your gpa so yeah. we tell students it's better to withdraw than to receive an f because it will um, affect their gpa if they do have an f yeah. and whereas a w will not same as a d so if you have yeah. a d or an f yeah yeah you probably want to withdraw <laughs> uh, the if you come in tomorrow we do ask if you come in prior to like 3 30 in case you need to run around campus and get any signatures so okay yeah. um on, so we also do transfer advising um it's the time of year where we're getting ready to go into our spring semester so our second year students or students that are thinking of transferring after next semester are looking at schools looking at applications we can help with all of that um, we have contacts at either four-year universities or without or throughout the community college system in Colorado. Um, so the classes that they're taking now, explaining to them how those are going to transfer, um, how they get those to transfer. Um, we do offer transfer tours. Um, most likely in the spring, we'll look at going to one or two colleges um, with our students so they get kind of a taste of what a four-year university is like. Um, and then we also have waiver codes um, we reach out to schools for our trio students specifically so they don't have to pay their application fees okay so um, when students are looking to get transfer to a four-year university and they're not sure where to go then that's where you come in to help advise them based on what their degree is and what they want to accomplish yep. um, you help guide them towards the right schools 
that would work for them? Yeah, we look at a lot of factors. We look at location, if they're wanting to stay um, closer to home, if they're from out of state and wanting to transfer back to their home state. Uh, we look at scholarship opportunities, if they actually have the degree path that the student is interested in. I think a lot of students think that colleges just offer everything, whereas that's not necessarily true. That's not necessarily true. true. Um, yeah. So yeah, we do anything and everything um, okay. when it comes to transfer advisement. All right, that's good to know. Yeah, and the cool thing about the waiver codes is if you're trying to apply to multiple schools and if there's a $50 fee to each school, if you apply to three schools, that's $150. So if we can help you yeah. relieve that financial burden, even um, if it's to two of the schools, then that really helps out financially to not have to pay that money. So, okay, yeah. that's good to know. Yeah. I mean, we had free application week, but a lot of students missed those days. And so, <laughs> yeah. This, yeah, so yeah, they weren't thinking quite yet about transfer, yeah. and this is a great opportunity for them. Yeah. So, perfect. In our program, we also do cultural events, and so those are like fun field trips where we get to take students off campus to go have some new experiences they may or may like have never had before so this semester we took students to um, Cave of the Winds mm -hmm. and we also went ziplining across the Royal Gorge so that was a lot of fun um, students got to experience like a tour of the caves and then got to do like the wind walker ropes course challenge um, they had a zipline there and a whole bunch of other activities Ooh, to sounds do. Sounds like fun. Yeah, and then the Royal Gorge, they got a zip line across the Royal Gorge and just learned about the history of the gorge and mm -hmm. stuff. Um, but we've also done a lot of other trips and we'll do more in the spring as well. Those are still um, to be determined at this time. But some other things that we have done in the past is um, going to escape rooms, the Denver Museum of Nature and Science, Butterfly Pavilion, Wolf and Lyle Wildlife Sanctuary, um, you name it. We take students all over the place um, just to get some new experiences. And when we do that, um, we pay for everything for the students, so they never have to pay for anything that well, that's, day. That's a great opportunity because we don't always realize how many students in our area don't actually get outside of our area to go and do any of these activities. Right. And so the opportunities you afford them gets them to places that they've never been, mm -hmm. um, experience things that they haven't had a chance to. Um, great opportunity for students. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and all for free, like Alexa said. So we tell students, would you rather just sit in your dorm all day after class or would you like to go and have basically a free field trip um, and lots of different experiences yeah and I they think. get to meet other students so that's yeah. fun too um, and just hang out and it is excused so yes. they uh, so if they miss class it's automatically excused if it's a trio yep. uh, event yep. they're responsible yeah. for um, <laughs> making up their work yep, but they don't <laughs> get docked on their absence <laughs> so. and talking to their teacher so they yeah. have to do yeah. that as well yeah. but. That's a, that's a good responsibility moment for them. Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, so we offer grant aid in our program. We do this uh, twice a year, so once a semester. Right now, our application is open. It does close tomorrow. Okay. Um, basically, what grant aid is, is it's free money to our students. Um, they can choose to spend it however they would like. We've had students in the past that needed to repair their car so they could get to campus. Last semester, we had a student that was transferring for computer science, and his uh, laptop was out of date for the program that he was going into. Um, so I tell students it's the easiest application you'll ever fill out. It's the application online. 
you write a short essay of how you would use the money and then you do a few project success modules and you send all of that in and then as a staff we look through them and determine um, depending on how many applicants we have depends on how many awards we give okay great great gives a chance for students to to pay for something that is not included in their Pell Grants or scholarship funds that they already have. This is for the unusual and very specific kinds of things. Yes. Yep. yep. Some students use it for transferring, just however it helps them be successful throughout college. So it's a really awesome opportunity, and they're only competing with other TRIO students here at Otero. So the chances to get money are pretty high. So, so yeah. what are the guidelines on that? Because they have to have been a TRIO student? Yeah, for at least one semester. Um, they have to receive the Pell Grant, so that is one that could hinder some students. Um, and they, we look at how active they are in our program, um, as well as how well their essay is written, what we feel their actual need is. So really, it's one of the simplest things that you could ever do to have free money in your pocket that you don't have to pay back. Yeah. And grades and all of that get factored in yeah. as well, but um, we kind of look at it as a whole. So. Yeah, mm -hmm. so you look at the overall student mm -hmm. uh, when you're making these decisions. Yeah. Yep, yep. Um, our program also, we do workshops, um, which are thing activities that we do on campus, basically. So um, we might do a time management workshop to help students manage their time. We give them planners and um, help them map out their classes for the semester so that they don't fall behind on a deadline. Um, work on study skills or test taking tips. We do a lot of stress relief workshops to help our students relieve stress and so um, that might be having a zen den for the day or right now we have our trio turkey banner where we make a turkey on the banner and write while a reason why we're thankful um this semester we have a few workshops coming up still in december so we're going to do a painting with anna where the art teacher anna Machek leads us through an interactive painting okay. session so um, that's a lot of fun, and then we also are going to do a Christmas ornament stress relief workshop cool. as well. So how do students qualify for a TRIO? Yeah, so they have to meet one of the three requirements. Um, so either being a first-generation student, meaning that neither parent has a four-year bachelor's degree, they have to be income eligible. Most likely, if they receive the Pell Grant from their FAFSA, they meet our income requirements, or they have to have a documented disability with our accessibility services here on campus. So again, just one of the three, they can meet more than one but they have to meet just at least one so where is the application to apply for trio yeah so it's online um, they can stop into our office and we can help them fill it out as well um, but if you just go to the otero website type in trio in the search bar click on the student services um, or trio student support services uh, website and they're right there in the top right hand corner there's about five documents that they'll fill out online and then they'll fill out a few in office as well and the website also contains additional information about the program. Yep. So if you have any more questions, why please refer to the website, otero.edu. Mm -hmm. Thank you, uh, Alexa and Mallory, for joining us this morning. Yeah, thanks for having thank us. Thank you for uh -huh. having us. Thank you. The Learning Commons is a great place to go because they have a campus calendar going and different opportunities available on their student engagement board. Um, and just reaching out because there's no, never someone that won't want to help you. Um, and so 
taking that first step and then the rest will be so much easier afterwards. Uh, your biggest resource is going to be the students in your class. Um, just talking to them and using them to start because they're going through it with you. Um, and after that, we can use Navigate. You can find study buddies on there as well. And then if you go into the Learning Commons, the SEED team would also be willing to help you connect with other students in that class. Um, our SEED team has been here, so they know a lot more of the student body that has either been through the class or is currently in the class as well. So students can apply for work-study positions on Purple Briefcase, which can be found on their MyOtero portal. Uh, they can also use word of mouth of talking to different staff on campus, and they'll be more than willing to help them apply. But if you don't ever reach out to figure out how to do that otherwise, uh, then you're just not going to be able to find those job opportunities. They fill up quick, so making sure you're proactive and finding what's available before the semester starts. Because um, there's a lot of opportunities, but there's also a lot of students too. back to Rattler Nation. Uh, joining us this morning is Dr. Timothy Alvarez, president of Otero College. Um, he's uh, looks like he's got some things in mind he wants to talk about. How are you this morning? Wonderful, Debbie. Thanks for the opportunity to come visit. So what what uh, <laughs> what all do you have you want to talk about this morning? Well, I, I guess I wanted to thank you and thank the crew for putting this together. This is a really, in my mind, a a really unique way for us to try to communicate with our community, um, try to reach populations that maybe we've not reached before. Yeah, um, it's so far it's been a fun experiment and we're learning lots and yes, we think this is gonna turn into something really, really big here, yeah. so. Well, I'm frankly, I'm really excited about where we are as a campus. Uh, you know, we have our strategic plan put together and now we'll be working on our, our master plan, hopefully have that done so we know kind of where we're going and where we'd like to go, and then hopefully we can work on having our facilities uh, fit those needs so that we can move forward. You know, we're starting the construction program, and I think that's um, we're hoping to build that so we can serve our communities. Uh, we also have um, finally we're able to hire a staff member to help us work with our local businesses. So we think there's a, some need there to help our local businesses and their staff uh, develop the kind of skills so they can be successful. So for our listening audience who doesn't know what a strategic plan is, can you kind of explain the basis of it and, and why we put it together and for what period of time? Yeah. So, so our strategic plan sunset, uh, I think it was a year or two ago during COVID. And so mm -hmm. we were kind of behind the eight ball a little bit trying to catch up. Uh, but we were able to get the strategic plan put together, which is really a roadmap in terms of where do we want the institution to be, uh, typically three to five years. Now, anybody can predict what is going to happen in three to five years, but certainly it's, uh, I'd rather try to predict and try to project what we're going to do and have a play a role in making that happen than expect it to happen by accident. So it, in essence, it's setting goals of what we want to accomplish and how we plan to get there? Uh, true. And we also, uh, in that process, we included community members uh, as well as staff members to try to get a really good sense of where the community would like the institution to be and how we can continue to serve them. Okay. All right. Um, so then every five years we reevaluate this, or is this an ongoing process where every year we look at it to see whether we need to make some slight changes or once we commit, 
are we there for the five years? No, well, in my mind, it's a dynamic document. Uh, it, it should change as we go because things are going to change. You know, uh-huh. okay. Maybe you have another COVID or whatever, and we have to re reevaluate. So it, it's a roadmap, but, it, but it's a dynamic roadmap. So as okay. things go, that we'll make some changes with it. Well, our, our plan is to review it at least four times a year, make sure the community knows where we're going, that we're, we're making progress on okay. that plan. All right. And this document is available on the website. True. So anybody who wants to read it in its entirety can go to the Otero website and in the search bar just put strategic plan and it'll take them to it. And um, you can read it and see what, what all what all's involved in it. So yeah. And, and one of our themes this year, there were there are a number of themes. There are really five of them, but one of them that we've tried to focus this year is on community, trying to build community. And and I, at least the sense that I'm getting and and what I'm seeing, is that the the campus community has really taken that to heart. We've had a number of athletic teams that've been on the community, but we've also had a number of faculty members that have had events on campus, whether it be like the Tarantula Fest, where yeah. we, our goal is to to bring community to Otero and, and then also bring Otero to the community uh, and I think staff and athletics and others have really taken that to heart well and I think that's one of the strong points about the people on this campus whether it be uh, staff faculty or students is that we're all very conscious of our community uh, we want to be involved in our community and we want our community to come up here uh, we have a a pretty consistent uh, attendance for lunch and learns from our community. Uh, our sporting events are very well attended. So uh, I think the interaction between uh, what happens here on campus and what happens in our community is strong, but we can always work to make it stronger. Yeah, agreed. And I think, uh, you know, oftentimes people don't really fully realize all the programs and activities we have here, whether it's, you know, the Dark Valley music activities that we have on class on campus as well as the you know, the art festival which you really know about so yeah. there are a lot of things that happen on that i'm not sure all of our community knows so the more they can be engaged with it yeah i think the better for all of us yeah we do we have lots of facilities that are used by the community uh, on a regular basis meeting rooms uh Arc Valley Community Concert Association, ho- uh, where all of their concerts are hosted here in the Ed Stafford Theater, uh, Science Fair. I mean, we could go on and on yeah. about community events that happen here on campus. Yeah, again, when you when you look at it, uh, this campus does a lot for the community. Uh, we need to yeah, continue we to do. do more. We need to make sure that the community is engaged and they're, they're spending time on our campus and vice versa. Yep. Yeah, I think I think that's that's a really strong point for us is is the interaction back and forth between us and and the community. Yeah, and again, the last part I know I mentioned this too, but I think uh, we play a role in helping our our community thrive in terms of the business community and manufacturing. So we really want to get out and, and spend some time with our, those community members and say, how can we serve you? Can we can we do non credit programs that allow your staff to develop the skill set to allow them to be successful? Mm-hmm. Uh, are there credit programs that we can do that will allow them to, to gain a skill set so they can move up the economic ladder, too? So those are things that, that I think about in terms of how do we help our rural communities thrive. And it's, you know, the main things is you have to have good employment, you have to have good hospitals, school yes. systems, um, and then uh, you have to have housing. <laughs> and so that's yeah. one thing we hope our construction program can help build uh, so that we can have affordable and attainable housing in our community. And it's a good trade. It's a good um, life skill trade. Um, there's lots of opportunities 
So I, I'm excited for all of the things that we're doing to make changes and go forward, offer new programs. Um, so, yes, I, I think we're always forward-looking. Well, we're trying to be, that's for sure. Yeah. All right. Um, anything else you'd like to talk about? No, I just welcome the community. Anytime they, there's any needs and they think there's a need, don't hesitate to reach out to us. We're here to serve. Uh, if you have community service projects within the community, let us know. We can probably get some of our athletes or our president's leadership class to come out and serve the community. Yep. Yep. Every time I've needed any any of those groups, all I have to do is ask them, and they come and help me. So I've had very, very positive experiences. Um, we just had one on Tuesday for Discovery Day. The campus all came together, and, and lots of people helped and volunteered their time uh, to help us put that uh, event together. So, yeah. yep. Okay. Wonderful opportunity. Thank you, Debbie. Appreciate right. the opportunity. All right. Go Thank Rattlers. you. The Learning Commons is a great place to go because they have a campus calendar going and different opportunities available on their student engagement board um, and just reaching out because there's no, never someone that won't want to help you um, and so just taking that first step and then the rest will be so much easier afterwards. Uh, your biggest resource is going to be the students in your class. Um, just talking to them and using them to start because they're going through it with you. Um, and after that, we can use Navigate. You can find study buddies on there as well. And then if you go into the Learning Commons, the SEED team would also be willing to help you connect with other students in that class. Um, our SEED team has been here, so they know a lot more of the student body that has either been through the class or is currently in the class as well. So students can apply for work-study positions on Purple Briefcase, which can be found on their MyOtero portal. Uh, they can also use word of mouth of talking to different staff on campus, and they'll be more than willing to help them apply. But if you don't ever reach out to figure out how to do that otherwise, uh, then you're just not going to be able to find those job opportunities. They fill up quick, so making sure you're proactive and finding what's available before the semester starts. Because um, there's a lot of opportunities, but there's also a lot of students too. And welcome back to Rattler Nation. Joining us today is Monica Martinez, the case manager for the AIM program. Um, the AIM program serves Otero's entire student population by promoting educational opportunities through orientation, mentoring, advising, case management, and professional development. Joining us is uh, Monica. Good morning. Um, so as the AIM case manager, what are your responsibilities? My responsibilities are to be available um, to all students. Uh, there's no criteria. You can come in um, from any direction. And I provide uh, resources for our students, whether those resources are on campus or they're in the community. Okay, so uh, what kind of specific resources are you talking? If they're needing a tutor on campus, that they need to find financial aid, um, the lost and found to some of the things that students come to me for and I assist them getting those things for them. So as case manager then uh, you uh, 
have the opportunity or to to know where their students are um, needing help with classes, and then you can can you reach out to students? I do. I'm getting uh, grade reports, or I go in and check their grades, especially uh-huh. for those who are always coming into the office. I do have regulars, but um, most of those are there just to get some snacks and um, let me know a, a lot check in and I really appreciate that they do that okay. um, so I find them on campus as well um, ask them how things are going I let them know that I'm aware of what their grades may be and how I can help them okay. uh, get that improved so um, then given the specific class that they may need some extra help in then you can point them and make help them get the connections to get a tutor that's appropriate for whether it's a math class or an English class or whatever. I so will walk them over to a tutor. So walk them over and get them set up to where they... Get them introduced. Okay. Then, they'll know, then they're aware of where that tutor is. Okay. Um, and then they can find out the hours that the tutor is available. Okay. All right. That's great. All right. So what are some of the other things that you do for students? We also do some events and presentations for our students. Um, We'd like to make sure that they have every opportunity uh, to thrive here at Otero. So we have um, career exploration. We have speakers come in from outside of campus um, to let them know the different uh, job opportunities in the fields that they are doing. We try to keep that uh, with what is happening, like a National Plumber's Day or things like that, um, so that they're aware of um, there actually are things so a lot of your activities, uh, so you tie it back to some kind of a, a day that's, you know, that we honor someone in a various field. And that's the, the student success coaches uh, presentations. My presentations are to help them. Um, today is National Take a Hike Day. So we are shuttling students who have signed up to Bent's Old Fort, and we'll be walking the trail around that today. Oh, okay. That yeah. will be fun. It'd be so. chilly, It'll but fun. Be cold. <laughs> I've got extra gloves, scarves, yeah. uh, hoodies, so we're prepared. Well, and Ben's Fort is a beautiful place to visit and lots of history out there. Lots of opportunities for students to learn about something local. Yes. It's kind of amazing how many, I mean, students have never been there. Well, a lot of people think we're in the middle of nowhere, but we do have a lot of history here, and I like to promote our history. So hopefully um, next semester we'll be able to uh, do a fundraiser or something to be able to actually enter the fort uh, and pay the fee to, to get in and have a private tour so that they are aware of what's in our area. Okay. All right. Um, so I've also had some um, communities sure. from outside of our area. We had Grupo Folklorico uh, del Pueblo come. Uh, that was early October, and they were performing for National Hispanic Heritage Month. I also have um, Lex Nichols, who is a local musician, um, playing uh, on November 30th at 10.30 in the Learning Commons for National uh, Native American Month. He has... Um, um, yeah, he's he's been... He's Grammy-nominated na- Nam- artist. NAMI. 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 Mm-hmm. NAMI. Yeah. Okay. Native American yeah. Music Award. And that was in the category of um, Native Heart, which recognizes non-Native Americans. So, so I'm excited. He's a flutist, so he'll be... Playing. Yeah, he's extremely, extremely accomplished. yes. And not yes. just the flute, but every other yeah. uh, instrument, it seems. Uh, guitar and yes. several mm-hmm. of them. So, yes, that will I'm be. Okay, so what day is that, you that said? Thursday, 
I'm sorry, Wednesday, November 30th. What time? 10.30 that morning in the Learning Commons. In the Learning Commons. Mm -hmm. And not only is that open to students, staff, and faculty, any community members that would like to come up. Correct. We'll be trying to get a uh, press release done for that. So we welcome everybody to come and enjoy that musician. Great. All right. So um, what else do you need to tell us about AIM? Um, We will also be doing some other events prior to the end of the uh, semester, which is just in a couple of weeks. Yeah, we're not far off. No, everybody's gone next week for their Thanksgiving um, holiday or break. And um, so I'll be getting another uh, event done before break is done. And I'm still going to uh, figure out the time and date on that. I'm waiting for supplies to come in. Okay. All right. I'm also a member of the care team. And the care team, uh, there's a link at the bottom of any page on the uh, Otero website. That's otero.edu. And you can um, report a concern. That is for any student, faculty, staff, friends, uh, or parent. Um, If you feel that um, there's any staff, faculty, or student needing to be referred due to a change of um, attitude or um, maybe they're expressing or have said something to you that has you worried or you haven't seen them um, and you have prior seen them constantly, Mm -hmm. you're able to go ahead and um, file a report of concern and we'll um, get on that and check in with them and see how things are going with that person. So the care team is made up of several people on campus here that um, has the opportunity to um, uh, refer students who have any kind of situation, uh, whether it be mental or physical or or grades, anything. Anything. Anything that's concerning you. Yeah. And it's not just students. It's faculty, staff. Um, yes. It's so they, they can refer them to the right professionals to help them with whatever the concerns are. I triage that out. And if it's a matter of importance for our mental health counselor, Sarah Droge, then I do that immediately. And then I also, if I uh, have a connection or some rapport with that person, I will reach out as well. We have several people reaching out, okay. so they know we're. So, if someone wants to file um, a, um, a report, a report, it's anonymous. Am I correct? That is correct. Uh, we, it's they will let us know, and they will also let us know if that person has been made aware that they are. Uh, okay. Because it's just a little bit easier to reach out to that person. It's not um, if they know where the where the information came from so well that they know that they're yeah. concerned for them yeah uh, then they're okay. more apt to be a little bit open uh, so to it us can, reaching it can, out so uh, anyone uh, filing in uh, um, a uh, form can either be anonymous or can their their name is if they allow you to you can talk to the person and tell them you know this person is concerned about you. Can you please tell us, you know? We don't usually let them know who's filed that. We just okay. let them know that there is a matter of concern by somebody. And okay. so we're checking with them. And if they need to come over and okay. um, visit with me or with Sarah or any other member on the team. Okay. Um, so we. That's good. Okay. So if students are looking to talk to you either for AIM or as a member of the care team, where are you located? 
I'm here in the Humanities Center, and I'm downstairs. My office number is 122. You can also find me or reach me by phone at 719-384-6811. Okay. All right. Thank you. Is there anything else you want to add to this morning? I don't believe so. I think I've covered everything that I'm Good. doing at the moment um, well, thank and trying to do in the future. Thank you for joining us. and uh, Thank you for the invitation. Sure. And thank you for joining us for Rattler Nation this morning. Um, we will be back again uh, in a week with another episode. So thank you. Again, this is Otero College, it's Rattler Nation.